I didn't get this. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, First yeah. off, I gotta say how much. Wait, I wait, 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 wait. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest this week, he is a comedian. He is a cosplayer. He is all around a cool dude. Give it up for the very funny. Danny Bazongas, what's up? Bazongas? Thank you, thank you. I kind of got ahead of my of the introductions there. I'm You're sorry. Just so excited. No, it's I'm so excited about AEW because I, I I got to go to one event in Bridgeport, and I got to tell you, they'll let you bring in any sign you want that says anything. They you do. Have a sign no, that says I, ass. So why do you got a sign that says ass? Because I can. You because know? I like care. the fucking gun club. WWE, they vet you at the door. They'll say, oh, yeah. let's see your sign. What do you got? No, you can't. You can't have that up. And they'll take your sign away. Oh, I hate you know, in WWF is in WWF's defense. I just said WWF. Uh, in their defense, in 1998, I think I went to uh, WCW Uncensored, the Cow Palace here in San Francisco. Yeah, there was a guy in the front row who had a sign that said "Fuck Flair," and he was like in the <laughs> first couple of rows, and he kept holding it up. You know, he kept holding it up, and it's like I watched the paper. You like we saw him in person, and it was like super cool. But you see him in the pay-per-view, and it's all over the show. Fuck Flair. <laughs> yeah, I can do with this shit oh, like that. If I was it's WWE, cool. I wouldn't trust my fans either. Did you Did you see the Thunderdome? Which one? The Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. Which one? The Thunderdome was the arena they built with all the screens around the ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, within the, the first COVID? week, within the first the first month, I guess the first couple of weeks, uh, they had somebody put Chris Benoit. They had somebody put uh, a KKK person, and I think like a dead body or something, huh. all on this, on their little video on their on the audience video. So yeah, oh, WWE. Okay. I understand why they don't trust their audience because their audience is a bunch of trolls. Yeah, I, I and I feel like, too. and I feel like AEW uh, right now, you know, they're the wrestling fan base. Like oh, their yes. fans are the ones that are passionate about wrestling, and their fans are the ones that like go to WWE shows and be like, hey, don't be a stupid idiot. You know, I don't know. But yeah, no, yeah. that's cool. I've heard somebody talk about how they don't censor the signs and you're allowed to bring in whatever signs you want. The show I went to, there was a guy with a sign. He's an electrical contractor. He was holding up his phone number. 
I've seen that before. I think that's you guys on AEW. That's cool. Contacting. Did you make a sign? No, I did not make a sign. You make one that says "I'm attitude." Well, no, because there was a friend of mine, uh, Mike Sousa, and I was gonna, and I call him the Sousage. So I was just gonna make a sign that said the Sousage, and only he would know what it meant. Everybody else would say, "What the fuck does that mean?" Oh my gosh! So there's this guy who lives in the same town as me. And I knew him online for like 10 years. I never even met him in person. Um, he we we did like, do you know what role play wrestling is online? Yeah. So we did that. And his name is Hugo H-U-G-O, but he was yeah. very into uh Dragon Ball Z. And so his his online persona, his wrestling persona was Hugo Hugoku, right? H-U-G-O-K-U. He just had the K-U to his name. Anyway, uh one year it was. I went to Raw maybe 2007, and I made this sign, and it said, Hugo Ku sucks. And I was holding it up outside, and I was like, yeah, that guy sucks, yeah. Like, people were getting so stoked about it. And then there's this part, um, the main event that night on Raw in San Jose, California, was Chris Jericho versus Chris, Chris Chin in a steel cage match. Okay. And at the end of the show, Jericho climbs up onto the top of the cage, and you can see me right behind him. And I hold my sign right into the camera. And so my sign just says Higoku sucks right there. And so I was talking mm-hmm. to I was talking to the boy online and I go, Hey, uh, watch Raw from last night and pause it at this many minutes and this many seconds. <laughs> right. That's funny, you know, because sometimes they, they blame A or not AEW, but WWE for like uh, repeating footage, you, you know, like when you see yourself in the damn stands when you're at home. Oh, I see. Yeah, how am I there? You're right. I've seen that. People talk about that too. Yeah, it's like you get footage from the last, or you know, they like to make up numbers as far as like uh, how many were there. We now watched. Uh, they're, they're having trouble selling enough tickets for SummerSlam, so they had to uh, money, money in the bank. bank so money in the bank. They had to move buildings. How are they having trouble selling tickets, man? That you know, COVID. I don't know. Where is it? Uh, no, oh, it's uh, in Vegas. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to go. Oh, out, I get it's in Vegas. Yeah. So the thing is, is they're going for a stadium when they should have been going for an arena. Is that what happened? I think that's what happened. Well, they were going for an arena, but now they're in a smaller venue because they couldn't fill the arenas or couldn't get enough ticket sales. Because AEW did. AEW filled the. Oh yeah, AEW did. That's what I mean. That's more fan base. Fan wrestling fans don't care about COVID. <laughs> no, that's true. Wrestling fans don't care about. Hygiene. Well, yeah, that's that's uh unfortunate. I think I don't, know they care about hy- I don't know what they care about less, hygiene or Eugene. No, Eugene, no hygiene. No, it's like oh, let's say same thing with Comic Con. I always believe you know bathing was should be a mandatory. How long have you been doing cosplay? Oh I think I kind of started 2009 or so. Okay, okay. I just like I, I put on the bar from Spaceballs costume and then just like you could probably pull off any John Candy character. Yeah, but how, like, hey, I'm mean, the Uncle crazy Buck, fiddler. You know, I could probably do the Uncle Buck. You probably could. You could be like you know crazy what? that crazy fiddler is, guy at the end of Home Alone. Yeah. I don't know what kind of instrument he played, but he was oh he was a polka player or something. Right. But I like I like the Barf character. That's he, he looks you look just like him. It's great. Yeah, uh, and the weird thing is, is I never met anybody from Spaceballs yet. Still, like, 
Yeah, last year uh, Princess Vespa was supposed to show up. I mean, I'd love to meet anybody from there. I'd love to meet Mel Brooks, man. I'd, I'd freaking die. Does Mel I'd Brooks fanboy, boy? I'd fanboy he, on Mel Brooks. Does Mel Brooks do appearances? No, he's ninety four, but they just did a oh, documentary. Oh, really? On. Yeah, he just had a documentary done. I re- I watched it at the same time, like we're right after the George Carlin. Oh yeah, so, we're watching the but, George Carlin documentary right now. It's really good. Yeah. So I mean, but Mel Brooks was talking about his style of comedy writing, why he never did stand up, and, and why he just wrote for other comics and other stuff like that. It's weird. He said that the only way comedy is successful is if it's attacking the system. I mean, that's him then. I mean, you know, if I, you I look at George so much Carlin. If you look at oh, if you look at George Carlin, that's kind of that, that theory, that method, right? Because George Carlin in the documentary, not to give away too much, but like he was a comedian, but then he started kind of getting stale, right? He started just getting kind of like um, mediocre to the people. Yeah. And then once he once he flipped his switch and he started attacking the system, like verbally, yeah. then he was like, he's the greatest comedian to walk the face of the earth, you know? Right. And like if you think about it in the 70s his shit from the 70s was getting stale right and I now can't believe cheech and chong said he was like insignificant. Yeah, he was irrelevant cheech and, oh yeah relevant that was it that's the word yeah. cheech and chong said that man come cheech, on i think it was cheech yeah wow is cheech I, I, that blew me away i mean you imagine bill cosby he's just not funny doll something like that or however he talks um yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, but I think like anyway, him and Richard so, Pryor used to hang out and do lines and shit. <laughs> have you? They, no, they talked. He talked about that in the, in the documentary. Have you? Uh, have you been going to Comic Con? You travel? Do you travel to Comic Con or you just go? Yes, locally? I've gone to Salt Lake City. Oh wow! I've gone to Salt Lake City for for Comic Con. I thought Comic Con was just in San Diego. Yeah, San Diego is actually the biggest one of all of them. New York being the second one. Okay. And Rhode Island. Is actually the third biggest one. A lot of people don't think it is because it's, it's Rhode Island. But oh man, there was one in Lexington, Kentucky. I wanted to go to um, Chicago. I didn't go to it, but well, if you I go to Lexington, to- uh, tell Tiffany I said hi. Well, yeah, I mean, I grew up in Southern California. I still never went to the San Diego Comic Con because I just never get into that damn thing. Oh, you still never been there to this day? No, I've never been to it because the uh, you got to know people because that's eight seconds. All the tickets are gone. Even when you want to buy a virtual tour or some shit. Wow, that's crazy. I'm gonna go to it not because I want to, just to spite you. Oh, right on. And be like, Take I really don't want to be here. Going, ah, I'm you gonna go be there and be like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> look, it's Chris Evans and you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, there's another barf over there. There's a barf over there. Oh yeah, hey, that barf's a girl, man. Look at look at <laughs> you see there, do you uh do you see other people dressed as barf when you're dressed as barf? Actually, yeah. Um uh there was two women that were dressed like barf. Um I've seen pictures of like slutty barf. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's like a new thing at Comic-Con, like taking an iconic character and making it slutty. Like uh slutty Freddy Krueger is a good one. Slutty slutty Jason. Well, it's been uh it's been a, a Halloween tradition for the past 20 years, so why not? Right. Slutty anything, right? You just put slutty in front of it. Slutty police. Well, I mean, Halloween, you get to just, you know, do it all up. You can do everything. Exactly. I mean, usually it was just the slutty nurse, but yeah, you can do Sometimes on Halloween, I sometimes on Halloween, I only wear lingerie and then I'll put a cat ears on and be like, I'm a slutty cat. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then just grind up against everything. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> 
Hell yeah. So, much, so you, we went off wrestling here. You do any other characters besides Barf, or do you just do Barf? Um, I did uh, uh, something recently, right? That was different. Uh, Endgame, Endgame, uh, Thor. Oh, where he's okay. all like, you know, obese and shit. <laughs> so I let the beard grow. I had the robe and the axe in the hand. Do you and, only uh, like to do fat characters? <laughs> Uh, it's, 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 I, I can make them happen. I'm going to do a Fred Flintstone one. <laughs> but uh, you know what's funny is this one guy, he, he went to the, um, the Comic-Con as Trump. He took like um, um, Cheetos, actual Cheetos, ground them up, put them on his face. Oh, wow. And then he put these little tiny doll hands in his sleeve. So he had these little tiny <laughs> hands in his orange face. Holy shit. And that was hilarious, but people were still giving him shit. That's how much they hated him. It's like, dude, don't you get the joke about Cheetos and the little hands, man? That's great. I know. They thought, oh, you're pro-Trump because you dress like him. But, right, but there's just that much hatred of the guy that it's like, uh, you know, they're going to look, they're not going to see I the mean, joke. even if it's a joke, people still like get triggered by just seeing and thinking yeah, about it. Yeah. And it's like, those are the kind of places where you want to go to not think about them. Yeah. So I could kind of see why people get triggered, but people do get triggered a lot now. Anyway, so yeah, let's get back into wrestling. Um, yeah, let's get back to wrestling. Hell yeah. So uh, AEW, I guess before we get into Dynamite, because Dynamite was super fun, and I have the results for it somewhere. Um, yeah. What do you think about Cody going back to WWE? Um, you know, I, I didn't, I was kind of like, what the hell? But I, I like what he's done so far. And I, I just did watch the uh, the Hell in a Cell the other day with his torn off pectoral muscle. And his oh my God. All the way down his arm. And you just you just wincing the entire time with him. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, dude, come on. And then uh, Seth freaking Rollins pulls that you know that baby face, and then all of a sudden crack. Did you see? So, I saw you know, a picture of it. Torn, uh, oh, go ahead. If you had a torn muscle, wouldn't a cold, nice cold hammer feel good on it? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, I feel good. Oh, oh, thanks. Man. Like it's a torn muscle. At this point, you're not doing any more damage, Seth. Right. It's gonna put the cold ice might like soothe it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Fucking Seth. But yeah, uh, when I you know I turned on AEW like last night, and they started with that um that battle royale thing and going on. So the casino battle royale. It was funny. I was uh I was tripping out because I turned it on like maybe two or three minutes into the show, and I'm like, why is only four people in the ring? Because I forgot that they come out in shifts. Yeah, that's so weird. But you know that's how they do it, I guess. So they it come out in shifts. Because like, Keith Lee is like freaking everywhere in that ring. He's like he's like thirty percent of the ring. That's a big dude. Uh, I remember uh, at first I was seeing uh, like Eddie Kingston. I guess Darby Allen and Eddie Kingston started the match. Yeah. Uh, I do remember seeing Eddie Kingston. I thought maybe Eddie Kingston was going to win for a minute there, and I thought how cool it would be to see these two best friends going yeah. at it in the main event. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and so, so you brought up Keith Lee. Uh, Swerve eliminated Keith Lee, which of course, right? Like if you you know if you got the opportunity. Keith Lee is one of the most, um, yeah, hardest most, guys to get out. Uh, one of the favorites, you know. He, you got to get that guy out as soon as you can, right? right. So you got to get him out. Uh, but I saw a tweet today from uh, Swerve that a picture yeah. of him dumping Keith Lee out, and this comment was dead weight. So I wonder. <laughs> yeah, if he did that him. whole kind of like uh, thing for like a couple minutes without getting. Caught. Oh yeah, he looked at him for way too long. He looked at him for way too long. So I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna feud with each other. Yeah, oh um, man. But Ray Phoenix is kind of like a Ray Mysterio light. Yeah, I mean, at this point though, like he's 
he's better than Rey Mysterio. Right. Um, it's kind of hard to do an original, you know, luchador type thing. I mean, I don't know if he's if he's better than Rey Mysterio in 1996, but oh. like, but like, he's more athletic. So I listened to an interview with with Rey recently, and he was talking about the new how the new lucha people, you know, yeah. how they do things because when he came around, like his shit was so new and so like fresh and it was just amazing but now his shit's pretty basic basically is yeah. you know what he was saying in his in his interview um so it's true though so like ray phoenix is really good so i wouldn't call him a, a light man's ray mysterio you know he's really good i think especially with uh with penta as a tag team i think they bring yeah. a lot i think they bring a lot to the table though i would i would pick if, if we we're doing a draft right now i would pick the lucha brothers over the mysterios any day yeah you know, another team like that, they're not quite luchador style, but the uh, the Young Bucks, oh, my God, these guys are got some athleticism no, they, and some acrobatics. They, they kind of are. Um, they're a hybrid lucha style. They are. Yeah. They're like an American, like, because PWG, PWG uh, was an American lucha company. And like a lot of their a lot of their things were like lucha. Like it wasn't like lucha lucha, but like it was like lucha would Lucha light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, I was gonna instead of them like lucha style wrestlers, but they're really good. The young bucks are really good and they're getting better and better. And I'm super excited for the match they announced for next week on impact, not impact, oh, yeah. dynamite, uh the Hardys, the Young Bucks, and the Jungle Express. The right. I, I'm I'm really worried about the old Jeff, man. <sighs> He's gonna do another ladder match. He's gonna, yeah. He ain't gonna be happy until he can't walk. I mean, I heard somebody else say that the other day, and it's true. He probably won't be know, happy until he can't walk. It's true, but I mean, he's, if he, they got videos of these guys doing this when they were twelve, man, jumping yeah. off of roofs onto onto chairs and shit. He's the next dynamite kid. Yeah, they both are. I got to meet Matt not too long ago. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. Because I've, I've actually I had to quit drinking and, and and had the whole opioid thing too. So we were talking about that. And he was like kind of excited that, you know, I'm, I'm sober and, and he's trying to do it. And so we get over to talk about that and we actually connected a little bit, which I thought was kind of cool. That's why I want to meet Jeff too, because I'm kind of, you know, where he's at with that. Like if a fan comes up and says, Hey man, I, I know what's, what's going on, man. But really I don't, cause I don't beat my body like these guys do, man. Everything they do re-aggravates everything. It's like, ugh. and then well, they're supposed yeah. to not take anything for it. Right, they should. They should really let the wrestlers smoke cannabis. I feel like if they yeah. let, if they let them smoke cannabis, it would keep them away from so many drugs. But that's like a whole other conversation. Yeah, uh, although not during a match because you could just that'd be pretty. Neat, you know, though. that'd be that a cool be. like a big stoner match. Like you got a big, you got to right. puff a bag and then just you gotta like, like take a bong rip in all four corners to win the match. And then they just kind of look, get in the ring, and just laugh at each other, and then fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a hot dog, man? Come on. The winner gets a bag of chips. Yeah. Or, or maybe, it's like a, maybe it's a, a bag of chips on a pole match. <laughs> I always yeah. get so mad like when they when when the fight goes outside the ring and into the stands or, or then outside into the concession area and they bust up a plate of food. Why? Why'd you waste all that food, man? For for this gate for that gimmick? To be dramatic. To be dramatic. And then they got to get that whole, like, you know, get condiments all over him and stuff. That Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, when he was, he was the famous for that. Like John Moxley food. came out, or Dean Ambrose. I can't even call him Dean Ambrose anymore. 
John Moxley or Dean Ambrose came out with uh, mustard and ketchup in his in his holsters. Man, I got to give Moxley credit, man. I was just I, I didn't see the match, but there was one match where he like laid there until everybody left the arena. When was this? He, he played that whole the, thing out to where he was knocked what out. Was the, what was the uh, circumstances? I don't know. He got knocked out like in the ring, and 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 he just laid there. Nice. I don't know. Maybe it was the only time he can get some rest. You know, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Because he's always doing so much. You got. I just need to just lay here for fifteen minutes. Is that okay, guys? Just like let me lay here. Just don't even bother me. Yeah. So he was he like, started taking he, down he, everything he, around the ring and stuff. Yeah, he well, was keeping it to the. Could you move? We need to take the ring down. Yeah, exactly. It's like that band you go, the guy wants to shake everybody's hand in the arena, and they're like, oh, we got to take stage down. Fuck you, we're going to shake my fans' hands. What about when he uh, it makes the ring explode? When he did what? Made the ring explode. Oh, man. How many times did that happen? All right, so back to this battle royal. Yeah. Um, anything, anything notable uh, on your end? I, I don't. I, I like Dante. I like this guy's like uh, Ariel. He catches some air. Yeah, yeah. Dante's. You know what's funny is Dante Martin's one of the luckiest guys in wrestling, not because he's dating Sky Blue, uh, but because um, which he is. I saw pictures of him on whatever online, like they're out and about in Vegas and stuff. It was pretty neat. Um, but like his brother, uh, what's his brother's name? Darius Martin. So they're a tag team, and they're called Top Flight. And Darius Martin got hurt, and then um, Dante Martin just started getting these singles matches, and he just started like impressing people. Like nobody's even talking about him until he started getting these singles matches, and he started impressing people like a lot. And his stocks yeah. started rising. And then his brother came back from injury, and then he kind of like went away a little bit. But I mean, I hate to say it, but his brother got hurt again. And so, so he's gonna go on a singles career, and I think I think that uh, Dante Martin is is destined to be a single star, you know, because he's just he's yeah. doing really good stuff. He's doing he's he's pretty amazing in the ring, and uh, his brother keeps getting hurt, and so is you know I, as long as that keeps happening, I guess he's gonna be so solo. Yeah, I kind of like that, like him, like Montez Ford. They just get so much air with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Montez Ford too, and. Um, We'll see once uh, once once his face leaves. Once they break them up, then I think Montez Ford will be a star. I mean, like Ricochet catches there, but he he gets like flips and going every which way. Ricochet, no, Ricochet is dope as hell, right? Yeah, but like, there's just something about Montez Ford that yeah. just screams star. Yeah, and he and he's he's just gotten so big lately. He used to be, yeah. be like, really skinny like Dante. I mean, he's got to be doing his wife's workouts because she's just all you know. <sighs> Bianca Belair is just all. Massive. She did. She, she, is, she she's like, all muscle. She fireman carried uh, Otis up the stairs. Did you see that? I don't think so. She got him like all fireman carry. You know, like she's gonna about to do that. Otis, he's three hundred what pounds? Yeah, he's a big boy. And she just like fireman carried him like right across as part of it. Oh man, Brock would have been impressed. Yeah. So she 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 ain't BSing, man. No, she ain't. She ain't. No, but Montez Ford, he's getting many, many Yeah, and then um, Andre Andrade's back now. And uh, okay, yeah. So, so Andrade. So they have a wild card, right? And just before the wild card came out, I said to myself, "Why does the wild card always win these fucking matches?" You know, like Ruby yeah. Soho, right? Because it's always a surprise debut. 
on the wild card because it's something they don't want to announce. Like they'll have a ladder match and there's a wild card and the wild card always wins. And so Andrade came out as a wild card and he hadn't been around for a while, whatever. And I don't yeah. know why he doesn't go by Andrade Flair now. He should. Um, he should be called Andrade Flair. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I thought I, I swore he was going to win. I thought he was going to win. Uh, I was really surprised to see Kyle O'Reilly win, to tell you the truth. You know, it's so funny. I keep calling Kyle O'Reilly. And I, I keep wanting to call him Kylo Ren because it just, I don't know why that Kylo just, Kylo Riley. Kylo, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, <laughs> so I hear Kylo. I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah, what do you about him? Cool. Yeah, so he won that. And, um, you know, I think Andrade, uh, he used to be so big in, in WWE. I mean, like, then, then all of a sudden, you know, he wasn't. And then, you know, he went, he did, he got married. So him, he went away for a while. Charlotte's been away for a while. Good. Thank you. That's the only yeah, thing I like about their wedding is that she's been away for a while. <laughs> you know, it's just weird. I always pictured Andrade to be like six foot seven, but he's like maybe an inch taller than her. Yeah. No, he's not. He's, he's not. He just dude. presents himself as just huge, man. Yeah. No, he's not a big dude. Him and Rusev, or what, what's what's Rusev's name now? I forgot. Miro. Miro. Yeah, that's right. He's big, though. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. I don't know what happened to uh, Lana. She's uh, just she, doing nothing. She's just doing, she's just, she's just making life and making a living off of being herself. Being her. Okay. Same thing Bo Dallas is doing. Well, actually, um, Bo Dallas <laughs> opened up a real estate company. <laughs> So, well, at least like uh, Maurice, uh, Ms., uh, like the Miz and Mrs. I don't yeah. know if you ever watched that show. It's great. I watched the first two seasons of it. Right on. Uh, they just started a new season. Yeah, I my friend, uh, my friend has a podcast. It's about reality television, trashy reality television. And he's like, "Hey, dude, uh, you want to be on my podcast? You just got to pick a reality show and watch it, and then we'll watch it, and then we'll talk about it." And I was like, "Ms. and Mrs." That's awesome. And he didn't watch it. And so I it was bad. Yeah, I like that show, man. It's okay. Um, it, it, could, it could get really annoying at times. Um, well, yeah, it, it, it is a reality show, so it's scripted. It's not like real. Yeah, it could get really annoying at times. But it's supposed to do that, I guess. So whatever. I, I don't watch it. I'd rather watch Ms. and Mrs. than Total Bellas or Total Divas. Yeah. But like on that same line, I remember like when I was watching Gene Simmons Family Jewels like a couple years ago, and they had this one scene where like this kid just comes into Gene Simmons' house into his daughter's window to just hang out with her. It's like, no, you don't. He's one of the richest men in the world. You don't sneak into his house first wow. off, and then oh, you're gonna sneak into his daughter's room? Yeah, stupid boy. Wow. Well, and that probably wasn't even really going to happen in real life. They probably stood up for the show. And then, and then of course, then you got like two people sitting talking and quiet, like, hey, man, don't tell nobody about it. And then they got a camera on the cameraman filming that. <laughs> so uh, Kyle O'Reilly wins this, this battle royal. Uh, it was a pretty good battle royal, but I felt like it did lack a lot of star power in it. Um, I, you know, and then to me, like, so, so Kyle O'Reilly just isn't like, the person who I want to see win this thing. He just right. got there. He's a tag team guy. You know, let him focus on his tag team a little bit. And, like, you know, I'd rather see, like, Adam Cole win or somebody with just a more of a name value, I guess. I don't know. I think mean, they just got so many people right now because they wanted to just quickly buy up all the talent as it was coming out. 
Yeah. They just got such a. I mean, they could do a third brand if they really needed to. to I think they're doing a good job of getting everybody out. But like when you got things like that, where just people are just kind of boom, like who is this guy? Like there's a couple of new people I didn't see before. Um, the guy that was fighting um, Adam uh, Hangman, I, I never saw him before. Oh, he's from New Japan. He's from New Japan. Okay, so I, I didn't know. Yeah, him so right was. now they're getting ready for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, which is basically AEW and New Japan Presents. Yeah. And so they're just kind of introducing the American audience to some New Japan people. Well, I saw they were like trying to do like a place from different, every country. Like you had that Buddy Matthews and uh, the Bastard fight. Yeah. So so okay. So next, uh, they they had announced uh, Pac versus Buddy Matthews, which like you go, okay, well that's gonna be a pretty good match, right? They build it up a little bit, and then yeah. right before the match, they drop this bomb on us that it's gonna be the first match in a tournament to crown the first ever All Atlantic champion. Which to me, like. That's kind of a weird, out of the blue, like like when, when they yeah. say a new title, right? My first thing is, oh, what are they going to call it? You know, because they have the TNT title, they have the TBS yeah. title. And then on a side note, I just want to say I am very happy about the TBS title because the TBS title is, as far as I know, is the only title in professional wrestling that is for females, for women, that does not have the word women or some kind of qualifying word like knockout or diva or something like that, right? In it. Because every other title is like women's title, women's tag team titles, women's whatever, knockouts title, knockouts tag team titles. But the TBS title doesn't have the word knockouts, doesn't have the word women, just says TBS champion, which I like. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the first thing they, that I think about is what are they going to call it? And then they say the all Atlantic championship. And so then you think, okay, well, the old NWA used to have the mid Atlantic championship, mid Atlantic used to be a thing, you know, what's all Atlantic, but then you go, okay, well, they're all elite wrestling. So it's kind of a, a, a fun little twist to call it the all Atlantic title. Yeah. So what do you think about this title? Um, I, I, I like the, the way the belt looked. <laughs> I do too. I do too with all the flags of other countries. Yeah, but you know, that, I really, around I the really like the, um, uh, that, uh, the Owen Hart Foundation belt that Adam had. Yeah. So I don't but, know if you know this or not, Bazongas, but that is a replica belt. Uh, I guess replica is not a proper word. That is a remake of the old Stu Hart belt. It looks just like the old Stu Hart belt that came out a long time in the 90s, I think. Um, like, does but he hold on to that belt until the next tournament, or could someone beat him and take that belt? So, I don't know. I'm surprised that those belts are on TV still, to tell you the truth. But then it's like, well, they you know they built it up for so long. Because if I was like Adam Cole, and I had the Owen Hart Memorial belt, that right. shit's going in a trophy case. You know what I'm saying? I ain't yeah, going like to bring that. It's a trophy. All it is is a trophy. It's not a defendable title. That the I know the giant trophy. <laughs> yeah, that's like that. You're right. Exactly. It's just a trophy that's in belt form. Um, yeah. I don't see them defending that title at all. And then. Well, yeah, that's why I only thought it'd be like a title until like the next time they have that, that tournament. Yeah. Uh, kind I, of King of the Ring thing. What's he going to do? Is he going to like. Is he going to challenge the winner, or is he just going to like? Yeah, exactly. Here's the belt now. Here you go. I would. I, mean, I feel. I feel like the belt is going to be for the inaugural champion. 
that might even right. be the case too. Just the belt, just for the inaugural champion. Yeah. Kind yeah. Like so, so as far as this mid Atlantic or all Atlantic title goes, I do like it. You know, there is something to be said about oversaturating championships and you know having a lot of titles because they do have a lot of titles, um, especially with the addition of the ROH titles that they use a lot now too. Uh, but I do like it. I think it'll be a good chance to give another mid card title out there because there's so many people, like you said, they snatch up everybody, even the people who they, they don't sign, they still work yeah. with them, you know? And then um, they're just like, like Ricky Starks came in as a one-time deal, but they liked him so much. They gave him a job. You know, I'm sure there's so many people like that. And so right. for them to have a secondary title, uh, another a second secondary title with all those people, I think it's a good thing, and I think it'll it'll make a lot more matches meaning more meaningful. And they could also, if they wanted to, use that belt on like Dark or like Elevate or whatever um, Elevation ev- ev- Elevation. There we go. Right. But I like that uh, Buddy Matthews and Bastard fight. Uh, there was just so much energy. I mean, just. We're both going at it for so long and just like we're still going. I'm like, wow. Did you, hear, to- did you hear about what happened with Alexa Bliss recently involving Buddy Matthews? Well, they were uh, they were dating like a couple years ago. I knew that. They were dating when they were in NXT together and then for a little while in the main roster. Yeah. Now she's married to some rock star. Yeah, and um he's with so, uh, Rhea Ripley now. Yes, yeah, that's correct. That's accurate. So somebody and, uh, was tweeting Alexa Bliss and contacting her or something and telling her, hey, leave uh, whatever, you know, Matt, whatever, I forgot his name, Matt Silva, whatever his name is, leave Matt Silva alone. You're hating on his new relationship and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I have no idea what's happening here. I have no but idea. But you know, you think about it, Buddy Matthews, he was with Alexa Bliss, Rhea Ripley, and he was also a love interest of, of, of uh, Rey Mysterio's daughter when they did that whole Yeah, he's a, he's a regular playboy. So, I mean, Buddy's been in more pants than, than Vince McMahon's money. Probably true. He's probably in Vince's pants too. <laughs> uh, you never know. <laughs> but but I like. I just like him, man. Like, don't even swing that way. But he's a gorgeous guy, I do. And yeah. he's. <laughs> but he's so. But he's so likable, and so I like wherever he goes. I mean, the, it was. The, it was dumb when they had. He was a. Uh, they made him just keep his last name. Well, Buddy Murphy he was in WWE. And he goes, no, 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 you just Murphy now. Yeah, they do that a lot. They do that a lot. Yeah, That's Riddle like, and like uh, Theory now. Theory, I hate. That his name yeah. is Theory. I was ranting on this podcast last week about just taking away people's first names. It's ridiculous. Oh my god! See, and that was I was like a big fan of Austin Theory. He he did a wrestling documentary where he's so annoying. He was like a young kid, you remember that? Yeah. No, no, I don't. But he's so annoying. Well, he is now, but back then he was cool. <laughs> yeah. I when guess. he was just trying to train, they're like, you know, wrestlers usually take steroids. He's, I can't afford steroids, man. I can barely afford eating turkey five times a day. So he's just. All protein working out and just training all the time. Yeah, I mean he's talented. He's just super annoying. Um, speaking of people who have their first names taken away, I heard that Cesaro is planning on making a WWE return soon. Right. Okay. We haven't seen him in a minute. No, um, his contract ended and he left. But you know, it could have uh, been like, I want three months off, you know, or something like that, right? And then come back. Yeah. But yeah, they just sometimes people disappear. I don't see him for a while. Yeah, no, Cesaro's not under contract with anybody. So it's like then Bailey, you know. I, I met Bailey a- when she was doing that hugger, I'm a hugger thing. 
actually met um, Bailey at, at New York Comic Con. Bailey and is I, having a long term injury right now. I think you do. You doing what? Long term injury. Oh. Anyway, she totally turned healed, but it was like, oh man. What happened? The whole you better? thing was a scam. They did not do Bailey right. Bailey no, could have been, like been, been on the mic, you know. She could have been female John Cena. She could have right. been so much bigger. But they just they just didn't do it right. They never do. One thing about the WWE is they have a really tough time transitioning from NXT to the main roster for a lot of people. Well, it, it, it sucked because, like, a lot of times when you get called up from NXT, that was your, you know, that was your, your end of your career because you were gone. Yeah. Like, uh, your buddy, um, uh, Carrion Cross. Oh, my gosh. That was the beginning. One fight. He's out of there. No, he had a few. He had a handful. He had, like, but then they, tra- they changed his name, right? Or they changed his uniform to really, they, like. They uh, gave him these really, like, red things on his chest. Yeah. Right. And, and, and they then, took uh, away Scarlet. They took away the best thing he had going. Yeah, and Champa. Um, I don't know. How to, it took away uh, Shotzi's. She's just Shotzi now. She has Shotzi Blackheart. She don't yeah. drive the tank no more. No, that's ridiculous. She's, it's ridiculous. I love that tank, her. man. That's just, the water I her love, down so bad. That's why I was so excited that she get called up. So oh, she could come out of the tank and just hit people with tennis balls. That's so badass, man. Not anymore. No, we got to take that out. Do you know imagine how many little kid tanks they could have sold with WWE logos on them? Like remember, uh, remember, uh, Power Wheels. Yeah, that's what they could have done. Which one it is? Yeah, it's basically, Power Wheels with a cat with a cap on it. Yeah, basically, you're right. It is. It's a rear control tank. It's like, oh, we forgot to charge. Power Wheels. Power Wheels. Yeah, that was. Yeah, cool. I, I can imagine Shotzi being small enough to actually drive one. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, so they changed your name, they changed all these names. But like back to the awesome names. Where how about the Thunder Rosa, man? Thunder Rosa. I, I love her intro music. Thunder Rosa. I saw Thunder Rosa live uh when she was still training to be a wrestler at BTW here uh locally. She trained here, she was a manager, and um, I'm just I love what she's done and where she's gone and how far she's gone. Um uh what was I gonna say about her? I was really happy to see that Marina Marina Schaefer Shafir uh, got a big opportunity. Like I knew she wasn't going to win the women's world title, but like it was really good to see that they recognize that you know she's been kicking some butt and she works hard and she deserves a title shot because she's super dope and she's very like underrated in women's wrestling right now. Right. Um, you know, but you know the, the whole four like horsemen thing had a bad rap. That, Go ahead. that fight kind of it just kind of went a little tight. I don't know on whose part though. Probably Marina. She doesn't have as much experience. Right. It's, it's like, you know, like when you see like someone like Shayna Baszler, they don't really lead. They're just so tight and, and boom. Well, see, so the thing is, really- is, 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 is that, you know, MMA and wrestling, they're, they're so similar, but they're so different. You know, they're, they're different mindsets they're different everything. Right. And in, right. in wrestling, you, you, you dance. In, yeah, in yeah. MMA, you you combat you know well and MMA, so you don't train people, to lose either <laughs> yeah well these people have more train of, to get of, a on your ass. Just of a combat stance you know of a combat yeah. style i guess as opposed I mean, to like mmm guys do dance. riddles riddle, riddle does a good job i think yeah I mean, riddle's all right brock lesnar he's yeah but he he was wrestling first yeah 
Although I, 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 I like Shayna though. I like Shayna a lot. It bugs me when Riddle kicks his shoes out into the audience. I'm like, ah, dude, why are you giving me your flip flop? I feel like th- that's another person that they really could have done a lot better with is Shayna Baszler. I feel like yeah. she could have been a monster. Right, but she every time she get her a good tag team, then you know Sasha, she's gone. Then, she doesn't uh, need a tag Jack, team. She's gone. The whole thing is that she doesn't need a tag team. Just let her go right. out there and kick some butt, make some women tap out. Yeah. You know, go out there and strike some fear. And like she they ruined her when they made her bite Becky's neck and draw blood. Like that was terrible. Right. That was really bad. Um, so where were we? All Atlantic uh, the Thunder Rosa title. And uh, Tony Rosa. Storm came out. It's weird. I don't recognize Tony Storm unless she's got a little eye thing there. That's like a trademark. <laughs> Who's that? She has no yeah, idea. Like, who is, oh, the man say Tony Storm. Oh, okay. She didn't get the eye thing. It's like Ultimate Warrior coming out with with no makeup on. The, uh, I, I, you look familiar, dude. Oh, here's uh, here's the rest of that tournament. Uh, Ethan Page representing Canada versus Miro representing Bulgaria. Uh, yeah. Penta representing Mexico versus Malachi Black. Representing the Netherlands. Yeah. And then there's going to be a new Japan pro wrestling match. And the winner of that is going to advance, representing, of course, Japan. Now, wasn't that that Osprey guy that came out? He was representing New Japan. Yeah. I mean, he was so there's a lot of people representing New Japan right now. But what I'm talking about is representing New Japan in the match for the title. Right. Right now, there's a lot of New Japan people coming in. Um, there's two guys that are fighting each other to get a shot against John Moxley for the AEW world title at Forbidden yeah. Door. And there's two guys that are fighting to get a shot at the All-Atlantic title, right? And then I think uh, next week or Rampage or at some point, we're going to have a six-man tag. It's going to be um, uh, Trent, Trent T-Locks and the FTR against um, Will Ospreay and whatever his guys are called. So yeah, they're they're incorporating a lot of different new Japan guys in there. So they're not there just exclusively for one match. They're there for a lot of for the whole pay-per-view, really. Uh, which is cool because then you go, well, who's gonna stay, right? Who's still gonna be there after the forbidden door is over? And then you look at guys like Will Ospreay and Will Ospreay, like I haven't seen Will Ospreay in years, in years. And last time I saw him, he was like a clean-cut kid, a clean-cut, nice little kid. And now he's this like disheveled jerk who's like such a heel and like it's such a difference to see him and so i'm super excited to see will osprey see more of him and to see what he does and to see if they keep him he's one of the best in the world right now yeah i I could see that happening they kind of dig they're kind of building them up so i hope they keep him afterwards and then they also they just sent roosh or as uh, as we like to call him rush he is uh, a huge star out in Mexico, and he's young and he's really good. And I'm super excited to see what he does in AEW as uh, as uh, part of uh, Andrade's little stable. Uh, I, I was thinking of Leo Rush when he said that. I'm like, no, yeah, no, not him, not Leo Rush. They got rid of him. Everybody gets rid of him. <laughs> Everybody gets rid of him. Everybody he was so annoying when he was Bobby Lashley's uh, uh, mic piece. 
You know what? They could have, I'm going to say this just like I said about Shayna Baszler and just like I said about Bailey. WWE could have done so much better with Leo Rush. Leo Rush is so talented. Yeah. He has such a gift of gab, and they wasted him so bad. I keep forgetting but, yeah. that the guy's name, the guy that does it 24-7, not R-Truth, but uh, Reggie. That's it, Reggie. Oh, the Reggie. That, that bounces everywhere. That guy, that guy yeah. just bounces out of the ring. Without I don't even know who the hell that is or where he came from or why he's there or yeah, anything about him. He was just doing this, this slapstick stuff, He was just man. there. He was just there one day. He's a uh, he's a uh, Circus Soleil guy. He came from okay. Circus Soleil. I, I, I see it. So that's why, that's why he does that shit because that's his talent. Right. Yeah. But I, I know our truth, our truth is just one of if I mean if our truth leaves WWE, I'm gonna riot. That's just how it is. He's like 50, bro. He's got a I know <laughs> he's still he he did a, a talk show during the pandemic, and it was one of the greatest talk shows when he every time he tried to get the wrestler to talk about what's coming up, he just like, what's up? And they'd be like, What's up? And he goes, No, 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 what's up? And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> How old is Ron Killings? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's in his fifties. They don't know. My computer, my phone doesn't know. Let's try again. How old is Ron the Truth Killings? Oh dang! It's Our flagging truth me. Age, 50 it's called the FBI because I say seventy-two. How old is he then? Oh, he's, like 72. he's like 50. Yeah, he's like 50 this yeah. year. Ah, here we go. M- MVP is 48. John Cena is 45. Miz 41. Vince McMahon 76. Damn. How old is the Nature Boy Flair? How about how about uh, Bobby Lashley? How old is Bobby Lashley? Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Bobby Lashley is 40, 39. 39. 45. Oh, damn. Yeah. I thought he was going to be used younger than me, so that's why. Right, I said but that. he's been around for a minute too since like been, yeah, he was in 06. He was in 06. He was a young buck then. I love, I love I when he had that gunfight with Austin. You know, how about that bicep? Oh yeah, yeah. You get, you, yeah. You get a I, was I was thinking Steve Austin when you said that. Or theory, yeah. That's you why they didn't this, want to call him Austin. You got to use his slave name, Theory. Yeah, and plus they were they were building up Steve Austin to come back for that. Uh, well, you know, two people can't have the same name. Just got Shane Helms. Yeah. And that's Lance, ask Lance Cade. But I'm glad they brought Steve Austin back. I, I like him better than Goldberg. I can't believe I, I, you know what? Like, I am just in shock and awe still that Steve Austin main evented WrestleMania in 2022. Like, it's just. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's amazing. It's incredible that he got to come back and he got to go out on his own terms. And this match he had was pretty good. It was, you know, it was a walking brawl. It wasn't a real match, but like it was really good for what, for where he is in his life right now. It was damn good. Yeah. You know, what's funny is he's he's got his own beer now. Yeah. He's had it for a few years. Yeah. It's the El Segundo Brewing Company. Yeah. And I always crack up because that's the town I lived in growing up in California. Oh, wow. I lived in El Segundo. I want to try. So it's an IPA. I'm not a huge IPA guy. 
And so it's a little bit of a of a, of a bite for me to this yeah. lost this, the, but they just came out with the American Lager version. Yeah, I and can't so picture Steve Austin being a, a an IPI guy. An IPA yeah, guy. me neither. Me neither. He's, he's, a, he's like a, Bud, he's a Budweiser Bud, guy. Budweiser Coors. Yeah, I like my favorite beers are like Laggers and like Pilsners. I like the the just the more mellow beers. Yeah, I mean, I, I did like some. I did like Guinness when I drank. Oh no, not me. Uh, I, like to my, I like to chew my beer. How long have you been? How long have you been sober? Eight years. Oh, nice. Not with that attitude. Not with that attitude. Yeah. Oh, that was the first one. <laughs> Bastard. All right. I'm so glad that we're talking about AEW here and awesome main event in WrestleMania. Yeah, so we, we had that final fight with uh, uh, Moxley. Oh, I'm whoa. He didn't bust whoa, his whoa, whoa. Open again, getting, you know? Getting so ahead of us here. Uh, Hangman Page. Page against David Finley. How about that? Fifth oh, yeah. Finley, son. that was another new guy. That I wasn't familiar with David Finley. He's he's uh he wrestles in New Japan. His tag team okay. partner is uh CJ Parker. You remember him? No. Oh, he was in NXT. He's CJ Parker. Okay. Anyway, so he's David Finley's son. You know, you know Fit Finley, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's his son, and uh, it was a good match. It was all right. It was cool. I'm kind of I don't like Hangman Page very much. Um, right. He's on. I don't really pay attention to him. Cowboy shit. And yeah, it's just. His style, his look, his persona. I'm just not into it. Any of it. Not even why he wrestles. I don't even like that stupid flip lariat thing he does. I hate it. It's stupid. Anyway, <laughs> so he cut this promo after his match, and he was like, you know what? I didn't even get considered for the world title tonight, but I want the ID the IWGP title. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I popped for that, that he wanted the IWGP title. And then Adam Cole's like, what makes you think you get the IWGP title? So now I'm hoping that. At some point between now and the Forbidden Door, we get Adam Page versus Adam Cole again for the IWGP number one contendership. Right. So I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I got to get more into the New Japan now that, um, well, that's part of their whole pattern. I know he bought uh, ROH, but I think he kind of owned New Japan already. So I remember they, yeah. they brought one guy over. He had that, there were the guys had the slap fight with Samoa Joe and they were just all, almost bleeding. Through their skin, oh, yeah, slap each other so much. Hell yeah! Ah, uh, what the hell? I know that guy. I know him really well. I can't think of his name right now, though. Yeah, Minoru Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, Minoru 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 Suzuki. Um, that reminds me. I, I saw. Uh, <coughs> I saw a meme today. It says, "Hey, um, don't worry about not having pec muscles, uh, Cody. Um, uh, Kofi hasn't had them for years." Oh damn! Because yeah, Kofi's got he slapped so much in the chest he's got no, no pecs left. Kofi he, said he the did. Big Show collapses chest. Really? He said that in a podcast. Yeah, I don't know if it's okay. true or not. But and he's still out there. The, the New Day was interviewing Big Show, and Kofi's like, "You did this to me. You collapsed my chest, man." <laughs> okay, I thought it was just years of getting you know chops. Jericho. So there's a thing. I don't remember what it's called. But it happens to weightlifters, people who lift a lot of weights. Right. Um, you lose – you uh, w- something happens when you – I don't. I heard about it one time. Somebody explained it to me one time. But when you're, when you're lifting the weights, you lose cartilage and like in your chest in – your, in, your, in, your, uh, right. in, your, in your chest muscles, in your front. Um, and 
so sometimes people get their chest caved in. So Kofi looks like that, and Chris Jericho looks like that too. Yeah. And that's what it's from, I think. Yeah. Massive chest damage. Yeah. Or just, just breaking that cartilage away. Because Jericho has such a caved in chest too. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Uh, Wardlow cut a promo. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was very bad. If that guy gets a cage in chest, we're done. <laughs> so the thing is, is like Wardlow has a look, and he, you know, he's okay, whatever, as a wrestler. But he can't talk. Uh, but I think he'll still get the push. Uh, but I do think that Wardlow will do will make his most money in WWE with that look, that size. Yeah. I think he's going to do some things in AEW, uh, but I think he's eventually going to go to WWE. Speaking of uh, going to WWE, what do you think about what happened last week on Impact? Did you see last week? Uh, I didn't see Impact last week, no. Not Impact. I always say, I keep saying Impact, Dynamite. I keep saying Impact. I'm what so you sorry. About MJF's meltdown? MJF, his promo. His promo yeah. where he's like, fire me, please, fire me, you fucking mark. Do you think uh, this is a shoot? Do you think this is a work? Do you think he's leaving the company? Do you think he's going to WWE? Well, if he's if it's if it's a shoot, they're kind of really extending it to like taking his merch off the site and taking his name off all these things upcoming, and uh, then they're posting he's staying in Hollywood, but they, he says he's doing a voiceover for a cartoon or something. I just saw that on Wrestling News earlier. Oh wow! So he's, he's in, in Hollywood, and he yeah. says that's why, but. He didn't say anything. Well, I mean, if he was going to be talking to Vince, he'd be here in Connecticut, down in Stamford, right down the road, where the yeah. WWE office is. Yeah, you're right about that. But, you know, who's to say he's not going to – I don't know when WWE is going to be there or even if, like, Vince could pay him the money he wants. But, you know, like he said, is this – how far will he take this bit, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like – and then they're saying, like, um, in Canada, that they didn't quite catch the censoring that they wanted to. So he's, he let everybody in Canada hear everything. Wow. And, wow. Then, and uh, I guess they weren't too cool with that. That's crazy. I didn't know about that. I know there was any backlash about it. That's crazy. Yeah, because they, they caught it here. But in Canada, they just. Uh... Well, the version I watched, they didn't catch it. Okay. Mine, they, they, they bleeped out like a whole like 30 seconds. You were just going. Yeah. Expletive, expletive. That's funny, though. That's funny. That's crazy. He, I can't believe he said he's that. The best guy on the mic, though, man. He is. He's really good. He's good in the ring, too. And he, like, he doesn't fight. even have to wrestle. He doesn't. Even though he can. He can. Yeah. You're right, though. If it's a work, they're taking it very far. Yeah. I mean, like, like what they did with the. Um, Sa- uh, Sasha Banks and uh, Naomi in WWE. They just yeah. Basically, do you think they're mimicking that? Not mimicking that, but you know because they, they took their merch down because it's not really like oh well everything AEW does. Oh well, WWE did it first. Well, kinda, but not really. I mean, they got to take the story in a different place. But I don't know what happened with them. They got this whole story. You know, I don't know. But then also, if you look at it, Cody's copying Punk. Yeah, leave, and it was funny. It's like, um, leave I think I sent months, you that meme where Cody's got his going to get his chest fixed and CM's going to get his toe fixed. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> fucking CM Punk. He's crying because he stubbed his toe. I'm starting to like Max Caster, by the way. 
and the acclaimed. I'm like, like this, like this Hook and Dan Housen thing, man. Oh, I hate it. I'm annoyed by it. I'll I mean, tell you what, though. These little guys so seriously, but I mean, they're all attitude. I started liking Max Caster a few weeks ago. He had a match against Samoa Joe, and he roasted Joe. It was hilarious. Oh my god! I like to uh, see Dan Housen be more like a like a Paul Bear type thing. I hate Dan Housen. He's stupid. I don't know why they have him there. I mean, I'd rather see Warhorse in AEW than Dan Housen. Well, you know, maybe he maybe he could develop into something interesting. Maybe we'll see. I mean, he's got to bulk up a lot though. I really don't. I really like don't understand. And then like this whole hook. Hook's weird. Like, why does Taz got to name him Hook? It's like, do you name your kid after where you're from, the Red Hook District? <laughs> or what, what was on TV on Disney? Bad fold pizza. The day he was uh, conceived, you're watching Hook. Or did you get your hand bitten off by an alligator? Come on. <laughs> like, why? Why Hook? That's such a random ass name. Hook. Yeah, my name is. I guess when Dustin Hoffman played Hook, he was the baddest of Hooks, man. Yeah, but that was Captain Hook, so Hook was his last name. It made sense. Well, he kind of became Captain Hook when he became. uh, uh, You know what? I got to research that shit. Was he was he Captain Hook before he got the damn hook? Oh, I don't know. You're right. Maybe he wasn't. I thought his name was James T. Cook. I mean, Captain Smith or some shit. And like, oh, James T. Hook. Yeah. Other than it was James T. Hook, Starship Enterprise. See, a lot of um, people don't know is Thor is actually Kirk's dad. Kirk Broussard? Uh James T. Kirk's father is Thor. What? Yeah, he's a demigod. So if you watch like the Star Trek movie, um, Chris Hemsworth plays James T. Kirk's father. What the fuck? Kirk is a demigod. <laughs> Dang. I but guess if, that's if, it. If, if his dad it? was Thor, then he wouldn't have died getting blown up in a spaceship because he Thor does it all the time. Like every week, he blows up in a spaceship and just floats around until someone finds him. Yeah. So here's the, the matches. Uh, here's the matches for Rampage. Okay. Uh, Red Velvet versus Chris Statlander. Will Osprey and his friends versus Trent Breda and FTR. Snatham Singh's debut teaming with Jay Lethal. Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia, and we will hear from we'll hear from Bazanga's favorites, Hook and Dan Housen. <laughs> and then next week uh, on AEW Dynamite, we're gonna see Hair versus Hair, Chris Jericho versus Ortiz. Right. We're gonna see the AD, AEW World Tag Team Championship in a three-way ladder match: the Hardys, the Bucks, and the Jurassic <sighs> Express. That's Friday. That's the, no, that's next Wednesday. Oh, okay. We're going to see the All-Atlantic Championship Qualifier, Ethan Page versus Miro. And just added to the match, just added to the show, we're going to see this. This can't be real, but this is what I'm reading. 20 on one. Yes. Handicap match. Yeah, he was, he's got to fight all the security guards. Or the wow. staff, they Fucking Wardlow. Did all you right. see that <laughs> Like 20 security guards. I must have missed that part because when Wardlow comes on, I especially when Mark Sterling comes on, I even more just phase away. I'm like, nope, I got better shit to do than watch Mark Sterling. 
I do. I really do. Oh and then John Moxley came out and beat Kyle O'Reilly in a pretty good main event. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he, Box, Moxley loves to bleed, man. Like he does. Two minutes in, he's already bleeding. Because he got popped in the nose. Yeah. Like, yeah. The I, last two times, he's busted his stitches open on his forehead. I would have rather have seen Moxley versus Kingston. I feel like they, Eddie Kingston could have, because Eddie Kingston cuts these passionate promos. And I feel yeah. like Eddie Kingston could have cut the most passionate promo. They could have played it off like, we've known each other for 20 years, but this is our first match against each other. And they could have went out there and they could have just went balls to the wall and just had this great match. I really would have rather seen that. It would have had more story behind it, you know, more more history behind it. Then Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley. To me, that's just like, I guess, you know, it's supposed to feel like random people, but it just feels like random ass people. I mean, if you had someone like, like Keith Lee would just throw a humongous beating on him, you know? I can see Moxie versus Keith Lee, too, over O'Reilly. Because yeah. Keith is just mad. <laughs> Boom. It's swerve. Yeah. We'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Keith Lee versus swerve. It's going to happen soon. Oh, yeah. He, they, they're going to have They're going to have to. Or he's just going to catch him backstage one time and just smash him. Hell, yeah. Knock his little uh, his, his platinum teeth out. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this Friday on Rampage. Yeah. Which is also... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. It's very bad taste. The Rampage. The Rampager. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, well, that pretty much covers AEW. Uh, yeah. What do you want to see happen with the world title? You want to see John Moxley take it? You want to see the New Japan representative take it? Uh, uh, I'd like to see Moxley have it. Two-time champion. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Adam Page was a boring champ. Like you said. Yeah, I, Adam Page is boring. That's flat-out boring. Everything about him is boring. I don't know why they were trying so hard. They tried so hard for three years to get Adam Page over, to make him relevant, to make him on the level of Kenny Omega and Young Bucks, and they finally got him there. They finally got him where they wanted to get him, and they had Punk pull the carpet off from under. I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Just wait on Punk. Yeah, I'd like to see, like, maybe da- uh, Brian Danielson come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he, he in the Battle Royal? I don't think he was, huh? He, he, what? I don't think he was in the Battle Royal. No, he wasn't even there. I haven't seen him in there. Oh, he's hurt. He's yeah, hurt. He hurt right. Too. But when his when his foot got caught between the ring and the and the ramp, you remember that? Yeah. He's hurt from that. Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, that's right. He's hurt from that. So I'd like to see let's like see him do something. Um, um the um the guy that hangs out with um I don't know his name. The guy that hangs out with the uh, jungle boy. The uh, dra- uh, uh Lucha Luchasaurus. Yeah. <laughs> You mean, you mean Christian Cage? I don't Cage? know about championship for wait, wait, him. Do you mean Christian Cage or do you mean the, the ghost of Luke Perry? The ghost of Luke Perry? That's his son though, right? Yeah, that's his son. Yeah. So he talks about, we, 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 you embarrassed him in front of his hometown audience. Really? Or his family. What family? He's got his mom here? He's got his daddy in here. Oh, uh, shit. Too soon. Well, he means this is a... Uh... It's not a 2-0 family. Uncle Brandon and Aunt Brenda. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're, like, all connected like that, man. You know, they're all, like, <laughs> like oh, Aunt Sharon Doherty, I'm going to call her up. I feel like Friends, Friends, the Friends cast probably is. 
Yeah. No, they, uh, Shannon Doherty's a black sheep. Nobody talks to her. Yeah. I was going to like do like a put this in as like its own little thing, but I think we'll just make this the thing. So uh, this is Pro Wrestling Nation. Follow us on Twitter at PWN Podcast, on Instagram, PWN.podcast, and then follow me on across the board at Funky Sam Medina. Uh, Pro Wrestling Nation, you can find it on hypotheticalcomedy.com, reddragonsradio.com, and of course, anywhere that you find podcasts. Now, with that attitude.